Okay, we're live. Wait till I get my money right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? James Charlie goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not seen that James Charlie? I don't know if I know that one. You know, he he covers songs. Oh, excuse me. Hello and welcome back to No Freaking Clue. I'm your host, Wabby. And today we have a special guest. Um, I have been begging this person to be on the podcast for the last few weeks and she's always like oh my gosh like I don't have makeup on I don't have my hair done and I'm like have you seen what I look like the last two episodes but it's fine she's here and she's ready to go let's get this bread my sister Emily Perkins previously known as Graves yeehaw <laughs> I always howdy yeehaw. partner hi cheers cheers to no freaking clue mine is just straight orange juice because I have stuff to do later tonight but mine is not <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that is okay if you don't know i have two older sisters this is we're 24 25 26 this is a 25 year old pushing 26 pushing 26 december 3rd oh my gosh that's like in a week i know that's depressing it's sick it's that's sick. depressing i feel like when i hit 24 it was like ow yeah that's like a hard number to swallow so i don't yeah. even know i don't even want to know about 26 i hear th- that your 30s are your best i've heard that too so i'm like mm. so but I feel like the mid-20s, you're having a little... <clears throat> that's what I keep telling myself so I don't cry. I'm having a little quarter-life crisis from my mid-20s for sure, but... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 20s are hard. Maybe you get over that quarter-life crisis and then you get to the 30s and it's like, oh, okay, now I'm good. This is a good year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't Acceptance. Know. Acceptance, yeah. 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 I like you had to accept that I was like the cool sister. Right. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> Emily, do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself? Do you have anything to, to tell them? Give a little update on your life. Um, where should I start? Um, let's see. Well, as we know, I'm pushing 26, so almost to my 30s. Um, married, baby, working mom. Yeehaw. Okay, we'll get into Respect it. Don't to worry. It. Respect to Don't it. Don't worry. Respect to it. Um, that's pretty much what I've got going on right now. We love that. Yeah. We Past that. Emily, a little different. Little different. Emily is very middle child coded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black sheep. She, I feel like I'm the black sheep now, but growing yep. up, you were the wild one. Yep. yep. Um, I had a um, problem with authority. Yeah, she we'll did. We'll just say that. But yeah. But yeah. Three, three girls, three daughters. My mom, bam, 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 bam. God bless her. She's, mm-hmm. she is a survivor. The Lord's work. Really. She is a survivor. And, but I think my favorite thing about being the youngest child is that I, I got the best of everything. Not only did the rules kind of die down by that time it was my turn, but also Halloween when we were younger, I got to be the main character and my parents would make them be like the side character. So I would be like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And, and then would I would be, be like, well, am I like Glenda the Good Witch? And they're like, actually, we're going to paint you silver. You're and the Tin Man. Yeah. And I'm like, are you sure not Glenda or no? Mm-mm. They were the Tin Man and the Scarecrow. Yeah. And so honestly, most. No, of no, no. Are- even better. Peter Pan. Oh my gosh! I was trying to think of all the ones we had done. Peter Pan. All? Peter Pan was the theme. Oh my! Um, <laughs> Abby here was Tinkerbell. I was <laughs> Captain Hook. Emily was like Wendy. My mom was like, "No, Captain Hook." <laughs> I'm sorry. Scratch that. You're actually gonna be Captain Hook. We're gonna put a mustache on your face. And Beth was Peter Pan. And I was went. Uh, my mom, like, they just had it out. And so growing up, my sisters did not like me. Me and Emily were not friends until I was in ninth grade. Like, we were not. No, you were the definitely the annoying little sister for yeah. a while there. Yeah. Do you? I remember when we first it became took, friends. Now, not to drag on Abby, but it she didn't mature till later. And I think it was just and youngest child <laughs> syndrome. She was just the youngest child. She stayed a baby a little bit longer. But once she kind of stepped into that. 
I think I stepped in it too for a while though too, and it took Emily a while to come around to the fact that I had stepped into yeah. it because she was like, yeah, because she was I'm always just give the you baby. An opportunity. But when she started giving me opportunities, is whenever she wanted to start doing bad things and she didn't want to do them alone. Yeah. So she would talk me into doing. It. I'm like, oh, okay, anything yeah. to be known She'd as cool. She just go along with whatever, and it would take some of the blow off of her. So that's when we started becoming friends. I remember the. I feel like the first time we were in the expedition, we had this old 2000 expedition. You had to fucking push start. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Someone would push while someone else was like pumping the gas. I'm pretty sure you drove around me and my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> That's whenever we were first like, oh, wait, wait, hold on. She kind of chill. Yeah. Then we became friends. But yeah. that was ninth grade. It took a while. It was ninth grade whenever we started coming I mean, around. we were all always close. Yeah, but like we fought a lot. Yeah. We still fight a lot. Yeah. But like sister, but like we didn't enjoy being around each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? She is very middle child coded though. Yeah. So, um, growing up, Emily did, I don't know. Do you want to tell them any of that? <laughs> <laughs> what can we put on the record on the social? Let's just be vague about it. I just had a problem with authority. I didn't want to be told what to do. And if you told me, Emily, don't sneak out of your room. I was going to sneak out of my room. Um, granted my parents had the great idea whenever Emily was in ninth grade to build her a whole new room, which we're in right now that has a door going outside. So yeah. they were kind of asking for it. They, they were kind of like, Hey, let's see if she'll, but me this. now would net. I can't believe I did the things yeah. I did. Not that they were just that crazy. It was probably just like true teenager. Yeah, things I have right here up. after high school, she got my now brother-in-law and mellowed out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would never do that now. I feel like now I, Instead of being rebellious, I just do things like chop my hair off or whatever. And that's me fucking yeah. the system right yeah. there. That's it. I like, like that's now we have too much respect for our parents. We want to impress them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel them, like I did then too. I just responded to authority a lot different. Like they couldn't discipline me like they disciplined y'all. Yeah. Like if they hit me in my feels, that would get me. But if they like got on to me, then it was, you know. Yeah. I'm going to buck that system. It was an interesting upbringing. I kept it fun. I kept it light. She did. I had my first sip of alcohol <laughs> in high school because of Emily. And I, I was like, I had like one sip and I was like, I'm like a drinker now. Like, <laughs> I don't, I sign me up for AA. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she needed help. I really did. But, mm -hmm. but anyways, she was a classic middle child and out of, High school, though, like high school was sneaking out, going to parties, all this, which we were very good kids. So that was very, very interesting of her. But then out of high school, it turned into she wasn't this rebellious kid anymore. So she would do things instead. Like when we still lived at home, um, she asked my dad if she could buy a rabbit. And he <laughs> said no. And she bought one and hid it upstairs. Can I, let me tell the story. Tell the story. Let me tell the story. Me and my now husband went to Atwoods. I don't even remember why we went there, but they had these bunnies. And I held one. And I'm one of those people if I I'm like it's mine now like I gotta take it home you know and so I go home I ask my dad he says absolutely not my mom says why not I would love to have a bunny <laughs> so <laughs> I get the bunny and he lives up in my room upstairs actually this room we're in right now and he has no idea that this bunny is up in my room and I'll let you take it from here well, about, the thing about my dad what goes on from there is when my dad says no no means no like yeah, he was like, absolutely not. And my mom was like, I think it would be a lot of fun. Are we going to so get a cage? So Emily has this bunny rabbit upstairs, right? And me and Emily were in our, she's been hiding it for like two weeks at this point. And my dad was having hip surgery. This was October of 2018. A hip replacement. Hip not like replacement. a big hip yeah. surgery. So um, me and Emily were kind of in a fitness era at this point. So we go wake up at 5 a.m., go to the gym on the day my dad's hip replacement. 
And <laughs> we <laughs> leave the gym when she's like, hey, could you go for like a cold brew right now? I'm like, yeah, I think I could go for a cold brew right now. We go to this coffee place. My dad is preparing for surgery. We're pulling into this coffee place. And somebody's letting Emily through, but in the second lane, they're not. And they just absolutely T-boned the shit out of her. <laughs> just smoked her. I was going through my coins to get a coffee. They're all over the car. And uh. so, anyways, we get in a car accident, total Emily's car. My dad's about to go into surgery. My mom gets the call that we got in an accident. And she's like, I can't tell Todd. He's about to go into literally, you know, a hip replacement. So she's just looking at my dad like, and my dad's like, Jan, it's going to be okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to make it out. Like, there, it's going to be okay. And she was like thinking in her head, she's like, I'm not fucking worried about you, Todd. <laughs> the kid's got a car wreck. So now my dad's having hip replacement. Emily has totaled the car, and Emily has a rabbit that she's been hiding upstairs. Right. Which she hides for... Three more weeks after my dad's hip replacement. Yep. Until one day my grandma And he's like bedridden on the recliner. Still has no idea this bunny's up here. Yeah. He would hear some stuff, but he wouldn't think twice. Yeah. One day we're at my grandma's house and she was like, Emily, how's your bunny? And the whole room got quiet. It was quiet. And we were like, and that's how my dad found. He was like, you're joking. You're joking. Oh, he was mad. Mad, mad. I I don't think we've been the same ever since. Honestly, that one got him. It did. That one took him down. He it was like too it. many blows at one time, I think. You know, hip replacement, well, he, car you know, wreck, He replaced your car. Bunny. He had done all this for you. And it was like, uh, I'm like, then you're like, oh, shit. Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, and Emily's just like, oh, shit. Why did I get this bunny? He's like, he's like, Emily, don't you worry. I got you a car the same day. You totaled it. Like, don't you worry. Oh, ungrateful. Yeah. You were grateful, though. It was just, I was grateful. It was just like a... <sighs> I just, gosh, get so fixated on things. <laughs> it's sick. It is sick. Oh, but yeah, no, uh, that wasn't our first car accident together, though. That was actually our second because Emily, Emily was the sister that got me in trouble, as we said, and she was also my first car accident. That was a random car accident. Um, my best friend at the time rear-ended us. Going 60, we were, we were waiting so for we a We were at a turn. standstill. We were at a standstill, and she hit us going 60, and I broke my nose. And Abby <laughs> this is had how no injuries. The little sister has to make it all about herself. Okay? No injuries. Laid out on the ground, having a full-blown panic attack. They're covering up with a white blanket. So people are thinking that somebody had passed away in this car accident. My mom pulls up on the scene, like, with no prior knowledge. <laughs> And all she sees is her daughter laying on the ground with a white towel on her, or a white cloth Nothing over her face. Nothing was wrong with her. And my mom was like, oh, my God. And then she gets out. She's like, Abby, you get your ass up right now. <laughs> we go on Facebook later that day. Somebody's like, I wish saw this car wreck. You know, I feel so bad for the family. Like, they had a white cloth over there. That small town okay. gossip got around quick. It did. And it was really just a panic um, attack. But. It was actually me who ended up having surgery because I broke my nose. Emily's sitting here with her nose, blood running in her face. She's like, Abby, are you okay? <laughs> I'm not freaking scaved. I'm like, oh. <laughs> she actually. I my leg. She I actually. My leg she had full blown freakouts, both car wrecks, which honestly, the second one, I don't blame her because it did hit her. It was on my side of the it car. It was on her side. It got her pretty good, but she was fine both times. I don't have, worry. She was okay. She I got have, back in the car with me. I have panic attacks. Yeah, no, Emily's like, and Abby's just, she blames it on me, but <laughs> anytime I, we'll get in a full-on car wreck, and then the next day she'll be like, I'll be like, do you want to go to Walmart? And she's like, all right. I get right in the car again. 
I'm like, round two. Back in business, baby. Back in business. Back in business. That's about our childhood. After high school, Emily got her husband, mellowed out. Now she has a kid. How's that going? Punky's made some debuts on the TikTok. She has on the social. She is a diva. She likes to check herself out in the mirror. If you saw the TikTok so. where she said my name before she said Emily's name, you know. Yeah, she did say Yaya before she said Mama. She actually almost said just about everything she knows right now before Mama. So that yeah. was really humbling. Mama's a hard one. Mama's a hard one. Yeah, she just learned People her were in the comments She like, struggled with that. I can't believe you made her say. First of all, Yaya's easier. Second of all, she was named after me. I feel like it's okay for right. her to say my name first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, my assage. Right on the cheek. Anyways. But more of a story, Emily's married. And here's the thing. Emily is a classic older sister in a sense of, um, let's just say, she is not afraid to speak up for me. So, for example, I had a boyfriend that was uh, not a boyfriend. He was a guy. Can I just say I'm not afraid to speak up for anybody? Yes. I don't like to see it, and I'll say it. She's the classic big sister. She texted my ex and told him exactly what she thought of him. And the thing about Emily's, Emily's... He was being nasty. Yeah, Emily's very scary. So, um, but anyways, I do ask her for all my relationship advice because married... Hey, she's only I will say there. my crazy teenage years, it left me with a few gems of wisdom. Like, I feel like I've got some more wisdom yeah. from that. I know some things. I've seen some things. You definitely have. So, I got a few gems of wisdom in my back pocket for a young old buck. Yeah, so anytime I'm having relationship problems, which also you're just like an outside looking in, but I ask her and I'm like, you know, what's the 411? And you know, today's been a year since I've been on a date. Oh, daggum. My one year mark. Wow. You gotta get back out there. I gotta, you gotta get some free meals. What are you doing? I just, you know me. I get too hung up on it. One guy, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched this attachment style last night. What was it called? Something, uh, uh, it's an anxious attachment style. And it's like you meet a guy and you start thinking about marriage and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's why I don't date anymore because I'm like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do it. You do love really quick. I think it's just part of being bored. Yeah. Yeah. Something to fixate on. I'm telling you, we get fixated. I love it's it. a lot about girls is we like to have something to do. Like a lot of Emily said that I fall in love with um, a guy's. Wait, what did you say? The idea of a relationship instead of the actual guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I do want to post pictures and yeah, I do want to go on dates and stuff like I don't care who you are. That's why guys will be like, oh, I bagged her. I got her. I played her. It's like, no, bitch. Like, I, you just gave me attention. Like, yeah. it's not that hard to, to play me, honestly. Like, yeah. But I'm working on it, though. That's why I haven't been on a date She's a prize. That's why I haven't been on a date in a year. She should be treated like a prize. <gasps> I thought, why not do a little blindly in the blind where I, a 24-year-old gal that's single and has no room to be telling you guys what to do in your relationships, give you advice. But this time, my sister who is married also gives you her perspective right of advice on the matter yeah so i think i would do a pretty decent job yeah um people might disagree but they'd be now wrong, you'll really so. be able to, you'll be able to psychoanalyze us and see like if her husband should divorce her or whatever yeah seriously and i know you'll let me know so don't worry <laughs> all right let's see here let's see here oh sh- we're starting out strong okay go Are ahead. You ready i'm ready my fiance texted his ex to tell her he was going to ask me to marry him before proposing to me. What should I do? You should cut him off. You think so? It's over. You think so? It's over. Why do you need permission from your ex to get I, married to somebody else? I wouldn't say permission. I would say it's like being like, hey, I guess, it, yeah. You would be okay with that? No, I wouldn't if it was me, but I would want my ex <laughs> to text me if he was proposing to somebody. 
<laughs> and that's where that's that's that toxicity we've been talking about that we need to work on. Well, you would think he's gonna propose to his girlfriend. I would be like, please give me a heads up. Usually, though, I can tell. Usually, I'm like, oh god, this is gonna get engaged soon. What would you? I mean, I feel like if okay, it's it's a little different what you're talking about because that's like a childhood relationship that was a friendship first. So that's a little bit different, you know, but. Well, I wouldn't expect, like, tell me. Yeah, that yeah. Key. There's some relationships that aren't, but that's like a childhood relationship. That's Which like a friendship s- that just never goes away. Still wouldn't expect him to tell me, though. Who? No. No. I mean, I would hope he wouldn't. That would be really yeah. bad for I wouldn't tell girl. him if I was getting engaged right now. You would tell him? I wouldn't. Oh, gosh. No. 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 That's a no-no. That's in a no. Yeah. They better so hope you never find out. I would genuinely dump him. Yeah. It would, ha- it would have the to be The engagement's over. gone. Like, he needs to go get engaged to that girl. Cause yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Obviously, if you feel like you need to run it through her, then there's still something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. E- even if it's just to make sure it doesn't hurt her feelings, who gives a fuck if it hurts her feelings? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those f- it's over. We've moved on. Obviously, I'm going to move yeah. on and get engaged to somebody else. Yeah. Feelings or not. But see, I mean, that's... just is what it is. I am a little toxic to where I would like for my ex to reach out to me. That's bad. Yeah, that is bad. That's bad. That's Smack real bad. Yeah. No, Stop no. doing that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why I'm still seeing I'm working on that stuff. Yeah. You do need to. Because I would definitely dump somebody if they did it to me, but I would ex- wish that he did it for me. You know what I mean? Ugh, I don't know. It's a double standard I'm having going on there. Yeah. I don't uh, like that. I worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't no know. No ex has ever texted me when they got engaged. Where's the orange juice? Oh my gosh, it is getting lighter and lighter. I think she's just drinking. Can we get a play black back of all the colors of Emily's mimosa? Uh, <laughs> please, look at mine. Here, put it to the camera. <laughs> Lord, I need it. Take the edge off, being a mom. Okay. Next okay. question. Hit me with it. My boyfriend kissed someone on a trip but doesn't know I know. What should I do? Kiss somebody on a trip? Yeah, when he was on vacation. But you don't know them? No, but you do know them. And you know what? She knows it happened, but she, he doesn't know that she knows it happened. Oh, you tell him. You tell him. That's all. Yeah. You say, I know you kissed that beep on that trip. Uh-huh. And I want you to know it's over. It's over. You just, honestly, I feel like all these, I'm going to be like, just break up with them. I just ghost him. I'll be honest with you. <sighs> Once you're married, <laughs> your standards are a little bit higher. You're like, no, don't settle for that. Because then you know what it's like to be with somebody have a kid with somebody, I mean, your standards better be through the freaking roof. Yeah. So, and I feel all like of this, kind of non-negotiable so far. Give me something harder. I feel like nowadays the men are getting worse and the women are getting better. easier. No, easier oh. in terms of, like, settling for more shit because they're like, oh, well, you kind of got to go for this just because that's how guys are going to yeah. be nowadays. Yeah. Like, there's girls out there that will talk the talk and be like, oh, yeah, my standards are so high, but then when it comes down to it, if a, if a shitty guy gives them, you know – which I feel that like I've been gone for some shitty guys just because I was like, you know what? And we'll show you who they are in the first freaking week. You know them. So yeah. sometimes you just got to call don't know. a spade a spade. I don't know. Well, I guess. And if me. you can't find a good guy, I don't think you're looking in the right places or you're looking too hard. Where do you think they should look? Because I we had this discussion. Um, Not a bar. But I'm at a bar. I said this. Don't get me wrong. Though, I, I think some people meet great people at bars and clubs. I just think it's rare. Honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to be the one to say it, but dating apps. I always 
think that's a good move because they're obviously sometimes sometimes they're just looking for a hookup but sometimes there's people if a man with their pride is putting themselves on a dating app they must really be wanting to get in a relationship that or they want some yeah i know it's a gamble but it's less of a gamble than going to a bar where they're just hoping you're drunk enough to let you take yeah. them home or whatever. The only thing with dating apps is like you have the whole meeting them in person and them not being as tall, them being a catfish. Like there is a lot of that. A lot of that. But that's just got a, a risk you got to willi- be willing to take. Yeah, seriously. Dating apps make me very uncomfortable. I will say you would be surprised what you'd be like. You have an image of, in your mind of what you want in a man. But at the end of the day, none of that matters. I mean, yeah. you have to be attracted to them. Don't get me wrong. But you're going to see them in some weird well, states and they're going to see you in some weird states. But for me, I would have not known that I liked acts of service guys if I had never gotten past my first boyfriend because I didn't know that was even a thing until the dude that took me on a date this day last year. Oh, yeah. I mean. I can't live without that now. That's a must. I think a lot of women, I could be wrong, but I think a lot of women like acts of service. Yeah. And you don't know it unless you have a man that does it. Because I, yeah. I had had like four guys. No, five guys before I even had a dude that was, like, really acts of service. And I was like, holy shit. Like, putting a water bottle beside my bed at night. Yeah. I went to the fridge to look for my water bottle. I was like, where the heck is the wa- my water bottle? And I looked and it was by the bed. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm an acts of service queen. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love when I'm putting the baby to bed and he goes and plugs my phone in and, yeah. like, has my water there. Like, so nice. That is the kind of stuff that makes me love him more not so much well, uh, other things <laughs> but that is great but i also just start thinking about the, the because they're thinking about yes, you I when think they about do that. them being like oh my gosh she probably wants this done instead of just thinking about themselves because guys have a bad habit of thinking about themselves yep girls are very motherly and will do all that stuff so that's yep. kind of a given but guys aren't as that way so sorry anyways ha- i don't even know what question we were on we just got on a little tangent here but what to do if he's a mommy's boy is Ugh. it a bad thing Mommy like boys, I'm gonna make some boy. boy moms mad with this one. That's okay. Oh my gosh, it's kind of like a damned oh. if you do, damned if you don't. Because yeah, because it is sweet when a guy loves his mom. It's always a, you know, good sign. A good sign of how they're gonna love you and how they treat women and how they were raised. But at the same time, sometimes it can be a little much. Um, <laughs> just I'll leave it at this. Keep in mind when you marry the man, you marry the in-laws. Just that's what I'm gonna leave it at. Yeah. So you better pay attention to all of it. And that is something <laughs> you have to live with because that's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't give up my family for a man. So he's not going to give up his family for you. So you're going to have yeah. to fucking live with it. I think it's great when a guy is good to his mom and has a good relationship with his mom. I think that's wonderful. But I mean, you know what she's talking about when she's saying boundaries. A lot. Yeah. If yeah. he's letting want- the mom run shit over you and not saying anything. Ah, yeah, no. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Yeah. But um, honestly, a lot of that's the mom too. You just gotta hope that she respects you and that you guys have a good relationship. Yeah. Well, I would suggest moving away from the mom if it's really bad. But that's just me. I mean, if it's really, really, really bad, like to where you're. I mean, if it's I, really, really bad, don't marry the guy. I've <laughs> seen people get divorced over uh, their in-laws. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I could see that. If he moved on one month after a nine-year relationship, what does that mean? Um, he's just filling a void. You think so? Yeah. I think it means he's already moved on. I mean, it means the relationship was probably over before 
Yeah. It actually ended. So I'm not sure he's moving, filling void. Well, well that's not always <laughs> true. That is not it always true. It depends on the dude. It just depends. I feel like who depend- who, either who ended the relationship it too. was over before it was actually over or he's just trying to fill a void. Yeah. For sure. Some of them are hoppers, though. You got to be watch out for hoppers. I mean, nine years and then he's a hopper all of a sudden. I don't know about well, that. Well, yeah. That's probably him filling a void then because it's yeah. hard to be by yourself after nine years. Yeah. And we do a lot for these men. Yeah. Period. When you get out of a relationship for that long, you don't even know who the fuck you are. I told one of my friends, her and her long relationship boy just broke up and I was like, you're going to find out so much shit about Wait, yourself. Okay. I got one that I saw on TikTok yesterday. I, I've got to throw this one in here. Because, okay, so this girl, not to tell her story. I'm tipsy. Go on. <laughs> this girl, not to tell her story, but I am telling her story. Because Go ahead. I sat, this sat with me. Oh. Okay, so this girl and her boyfriend are doing long distance. And it, on Thanksgiving, he was with his family. She was with hers. And she was like, hey, do you want to come over for like a, a little while and see my family on Thanksgiving? Oh. And he was like, no, my mom won't let me. She's like, well, you ask your mom. Well, no, my mom won't let me know. And she's, he's like Snapchatting her and he's in bed playing video games, like not doing anything with his family. So she's like, you, so come over. Anyways, then he was like, I don't feel like coming over. Why don't you come over? So she was like, okay, well, I'll come over there. Mind you, they're doing long distance. So anyways, she goes over there and how long? I don't know. Okay, she didn't on. say, okay. but. Oh, my gosh. Before that, he had also not been reposting her stories that she tags him into his story, not posting her and not commenting on her Instagram pictures. And she called him out for it the week before. Anyways, so now she goes to his house and he's like playing video games, kind of ignoring her, gives her a hug, but like not acting like she's not there on his phone, sitting on the couch on his phone around his family. His mom was like, you're being antisocial. And like he's like not even acting like she's there. Until like an hour later. Well, that was just the story. She wanted to know what she should do. Or she was just like, I I don't come on here about my relationship. Honestly, if you have to beg a man to do anything, always match their energy. I saw TikTok about this other day. And I feel like it's so true. You always match their energy. If he doesn't want you over there, okay, then I don't want to be over there. I'm just not texting Don't go us. out of your way for a man like that. Yeah. But whenever they, be going they out of start their way pulling for you. away, when they start pulling away, you start like, I remember yeah. I, don't do I that. commented fight on it. Fight it. I make her fight it, yeah. by the way. When this happens, I'm like, Abby, do I've not. Learned. Do not. You don't have to get your point across. You don't have to text them. You don't have to. You don't have you, to you do, do that. You do that anxiousness. I've learned to like at, tell Emily what's going on before I even do anything because it's like an out. It's that she doesn't have the emotions that I'm Sometimes dealing with. Sometimes the best answer is no answer. Yeah. So she doesn't have the emotions that I'm dealing with in the moment. So I always ask her first, which I notice I haven't asked you shit in over a year because I just haven't been doing shit in over <laughs> a year. Wow. That's embarrassing. I know. My life's getting boring. I Actually, I guess June, June was a little uproar, but yeah, the whole thing. But anyways, um, what was I going to say? But anyways, I commented that that was something that my ex did to me. Like, Santino, if I say any dude's name, always bleep it out. <laughs> but anyways, my ex, whenever he was cheating on me. I remember he stopped reposting my Instagram stories that I would tag him into his story. And I was like, hmm, that's sus, but okay. And I even came to Emily and Emily's like, no, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy, which granted, like he really didn't. He was like, bring me flowers and yeah, shit. Like, he, he played it. He yeah. Played he good. played it well. He did play. It's very good. Which I wasn't in it, in it obviously. Yeah. But, and then, um, I remember I was like going to go see him and like, he like started making excuses before I got there. And I was like, do you want me to fucking come? And finally he's like, yeah, no, I do. And it's just like, he's kind of on his video games. Like at that point, if you're having to force a dude to hang out, if you're having to force a dude to repost your stories, yeah, no. always match that energy. Oh, they're doing it for always. a reason, for sure. They're already checked out. 
here's the thing guys are always going to be giving their attention to something because that's just how they are and so he's giving it to somebody else for yeah. sure like yeah. he's definitely giving his attention to somebody else yeah i will say that's one thing about my husband we've never i've never had to i've never had to pull his hair to get him to hang out with me or yeah. i mean obviously now we're married we live together but i'm talking about before when we were dating um he always acted like he wanted to be around me like it was never like yeah. i don't know it's just weird and then you're just like, okay, well, I guess I'll marry you. <laughs> Which I think it becomes a little, a little different when you get out of high school. Not in a relationship. Yeah. Dating, but like oh, yeah. Guys we got married really young. So yeah. that does change things. But like nowadays, I mean, usually a guy doesn't change that much, honestly. Well, but nowadays they have money. They can go hang out with the boys. That's a big thing is like guys don't want to hang out with girls. They want to hang out with the boys. Like guys yeah. that are single. Yeah. In this day and age. That's what I run into a lot with in Dallas. I'm like. Yeah, they're just immature. <laughs> I'm like immature at 28. I feel like it takes <laughs> guys so much longer to like grow up and want to settle down. Some guys. Uh, it just takes a little bit longer. They're just not as, they're just not as family thinking like we are. Obviously, like we meet a guy and we like them and we're like, oh my gosh, what would our babies look like? Yeah, but they definitely had the switch thing. Like They the, don't make like that. The, the Samantha Jones switch thing where a switch turns off in a guy's head or his cab light comes on whenever he's ready to get married. Oh, yeah, and then he'll marry the first thing that walks in front of him. Because this dude that I was talking to, it, I went on a, I went out to dinner with his friend the other day, His a girl that I met through him, and she was like, yeah, he's looking for rings to marry this girl, and he's told us that he doesn't even like her. Like, yeah. his light's just on. Yeah. I'm like... That is some scary shit to think about. You mean this is what I got to deal with? Yeah. This is what I'm dealing but with out also, here. also, I will say, once men get to that point, they're pretty much all in. Yeah, but they'll be all in with the wrong person. How do I know a guy's not just fucking with me because his light's on? Whatever. Your light's on, too. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's telling his friends, I don't even like this bitch. I'm just going to buy a ring. They're not going to say that. That's just like a new big fear under unlocked. There's so many fears unlocked when it comes to relationships. But what do you do? Nothing. You do nothing. Seriously, that's my answer. You do nothing. You cannot control another person. You Bitch, can only I control yourself. I have been doing nothing for a year. And, and you're doing great. You're thriving. Yeah, but I'm like, I ah. like that you're not looking. I think it's good. But I'm kind of bored. <laughs> I'm like, I keep okay. telling Mary, I'm like, ah! But anything we do when we're bored, does it ever result, give us good results? No, not really. No. I feel like I'm you're like, thriving. No, but I'm not. You are thriving. I don't know. It's late nights. Well, here's the thing. Well, go to sleep. My usual default exes, one of them's in a relationship, the other I cut it off with, and so I have nobody to default back to. So I'm I'm not joking when I haven't texted a guy and, oh, my God. I will say, I don't miss those days at all. So I feel for you. I don't miss that. Yeah, sometimes it gets lonely and bored, and then sometimes, but I don't want to get in a relationship because, or, like, in a talking stage because then it screws me up whenever it's like, oh, my gosh, is he texting me this? I don't like thinking about that shit. So I haven't been doing it in a year. Yeah. And you're thriving. Let's talk about all, all that y'all y'all's done. Y'all y'all's gone to Tokyo. Y'all, I mean, y'all y'all's gone been to New York. How many times this year? Three. Three. I mean, she's thriving, literally. Yeah. So, <laughs> a couple lonely nights to go have all those experiences. I think that's great. I mean, I'm enjoy. I am enjoying them, and I I got this comment on my TikTok, and it was like how. On the TikTok, sisters always stick together. We do it every single year, and every single year I'm single. And somebody was like, I'm 25. How do you not let that, like, start getting disappointed, start getting – get that in your head? Yeah. Like, about the fact that you don't have anybody yet. And I think it's definitely that my goals are different than getting married. It's like I'm in my yeah. career and travel era. I think there's positives to both, and I think that you're always going to want what you don't have. Um, 
like for me, I'm married with a baby and I've always focused on like, this is a season in my life. Like I'm not worried about traveling or going out or doing any of that because I'm just fully focused on this season. And that's been really good for me. And I feel like you've got to fully focus on the season of your life that you're in because it changes constantly. Yeah. So I feel like my big thing is, uh, I've been focused on the season of my life, but now I'm kind of getting bored. (laughs) I'm like, I feel like I could do the season with somebody now if I'm just being honest, but I'm still just chilling. Things happen when they happen. Yeah. But I'm like, you can't control other people. You can only control yourself. Yeah. So you just have I feel to like enjoy a lot the of it, season that you're in. Santina, you can probably cut this whole thing. I think at this point we're just having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is good. But I think also I like, think this is really good. I'm stuff. having a little therapy moment right now. Okay, good. I, um, Let's get into it. Because I literally have not talked to a guy. Don't cut this. this is good. I think I'm giving some really good gems here. So well, I'm in a different era of my life and somebody that was twenty five was commenting on my video and was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah. I have a friend, Paxton who was single with me and we were, we were like single, single, you know what I mean? We would get a talking stage. They'd screw us over. We get a talking stage. They screw us over for a good three years. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like she would be on the floor crying. She's like, I'm never going to find anybody. Cause she, granted she was two years older than me. So she, and she's meant to be like a mom. She had a career, a mom. She wanted to get married. Like, you know, like she, that was her path. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was like literally crying on the floor, crying on the floor, a January, 2021 fast forward to the next year. She's engaged, has the baby, like literally January. No, that's January, 2022. Fast forward to January this year. She's engaged, has a baby. She got married in July. Like, and she's like, Abby, your life can be flipped upside down so fucking fast. Like, yeah. Do not be looking for the next thing. She was like, I spent all my time being single, all my time living in this era of my life, not enjoying it. And now she's like, she loves her life. She loves her baby. She loves her husband. But she's like, damn, like, I wish I would not have just been wishing it away, wishing it away. Cause it's going to happen either way. Yeah. So. I think that's why I'm not worried about it because I've seen one of my literal best friends go through that. Yeah. So anyways, but granted, she loves her life now. I'm not saying she doesn't. She's just like, I wish I wouldn't have spent my whole time being single. Yes. Wishing your whole time in that season of your life worrying about the next season when yeah. you should have just been embracing she was that like, one. If I would have known in January 2022 that by March I would have been pregnant yeah. with this dude, love my life's baby, and then married the next year, like I would not have been on the floor throwing a little hissy fit over a dude that ghosted me. Yeah. So just like good girl talk. Yeah. We're having a little girl yeah. moment. A little therapy session. I got if you a little will. deep there for a second about about men. That's okay. I haven't done that in a while though. Yeah, I think it's good for when you. W- that was probably like June was the last time that I even yeah. thought about a man. But anyways. That's good. Uh but yeah, we'll see you guys on the next episode of No Freaking Clue. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to like, subscribe, download. The next episode, Emily's going to have even more champagne. So yeah. be sure to tune in. It's getting lighter in. and lighter. <laughs> We're out of orange juice. It's just getting light. <laughs> we will see you on the uh, next episode of No Freaking Clue. Uh, bye-bye. Bye now.